I was drifting away on life's pitiless sea when the angry waves threatened my ruin to be. When away at my side there I dimly described a stately old vessel and loudly I cried, Ship Once again, we say welcome aboard. It's good to be with you at this time. Brother Mon speaking. I program here called The Mariner's Call. What a blessing to be with you by means of radio. Thankful especially for this station that's airing our program at this particular time. Those of you in the, uh, maybe in that special room there, pushing those slides, flipping those switches, God bless you for being there. And uh, it's an honor to be part of the broadcasting group. Uh, from this station. 1 Samuel chapter 12. 1 Samuel chapter 12, talking about something that I think will be a blessing and help and an encouragement to you as far as a believer. And then in turn, if you don't know Christ, something will be said here that I think will be provoking and may help you and bring you to truth. Uh, thank you for corresponding with us. Thank you for those email messages. It's just so easy to send that email. Now, if you, if you are in contact with Think about a computer, a computer keyboard, just that old keyboard. If you have access to that thing, maybe a neighbor, maybe you go to an internet cafe or whatever. Maybe you have a personal computer or that laptop. It's just F-O-M-M dot O-R-G. F-O-M-M, that little period, and then O-R-G. That'll bring you directly to us, and you can uh, kind of uh, browse away and surf away on your surfboard there. <laughs> And find something, perhaps it'll tell you about us, and then you can leave us a message. Snail mail, the slow mail, our announcer, if you call the station, sometimes our announcer, we have enough time there to have them to give an address whereby you can correspond with us there. So thank you just for being, hey, from some telephone calls, people call me, I'm almost sometimes from the other side of the world. Thank you for those telephone calls. Also, thanks for being my friend. First Samuel chapter 12, verse 13. At this time, I want to talk about the sin that's most overlooked by believers. He said, well, what are you talking about? He said, I bet I know the sin of pride. Yeah, that's uh, been there, done that, you know. The sin most overlooked by believers. No, it's a little different. And, and as I speak on this, I myself, I'll be honest with you, I'm under conviction because one part of my life, there's one area of my life I've never been pleased with. A lot of areas of my life I'm not pleased with. But this one especially. So let me read our verse. 1 Samuel chapter 12, verse 23. The thought is presented here by Samuel. He talks to the nation of Israel. They left God. They got missed an idolatry. He's trying to bring them back. And he said, turn back unto the Lord. He said, for, for, for the Lord will not forsake his people for his great name's sake, because he hath pleased, it hath pleased the Lord to make you his people. And then he says, moreover, as for me, God forbid that I should sin against the Lord in, in doing what? God forbid that I should sin against the Lord in, and that's kind of shocking here now. You ready? You ready for the shock? All right, All right here we go. <laughs> that I should sin against the Lord in ceasing to pray 
for you. Oh boy, prayerlessness? Uh, It's a horrible sin in the sight of God. Oh yes, just not to pray. Boy, I've been there, done that. I've gotten to where my life is so disjointed now because of my activities and things that's required of me. No longer is there, can there be that special time of prayer as far as spending a lot of time. For me, it has to be 24 hours a day, seven days a week, sometimes up in the middle of the night, you know, sometimes early in the morning, sometimes late in the afternoon, you know, just remembering, may the Spirit of God provoke me in this matter of prayer. Prayerlessness, been there. Been there. I, I guess Dr. John R. Rice, if you'd like to write, read a book on such, that's just practical and it's just really, it, uh, I, I advise it. Dr. John R. Rice's book, Prayer Asking and Receiving, one of the greatest books I've ever read. In this book, he says some things like this. Prayerlessness is a horrible sin in the sight of God. It'll identify you as a backslider, and I don't want to be identified as a backslider. It'll show my unbelief, and I don't want to show my unbelief. Prayerlessness is the father and partner of every vile sin committed by the child of God. Wouldn't it be something at the root of every sin for me as a child of God would be the sin of prayerlessness. My greatest sin and yours perhaps is prayerlessness. My failures are prayer failures. The lack of people being saved. Maybe and I cry out to the Lord at times. I said, Lord, please have people to hear the truth. And may the truth set them free. May they hear of Jesus and his work on the cross. May they put trust in that. Lord, please save the souls of men. Maybe at times it would be more if I prayed more. Maybe my lack of joy, prayerlessness. My lack of wisdom, prayerlessness. My lack of guidance and, and knowledge that I need of God's word, prayerlessness. The greatest prayer sin of all, I guess, is just not to pray at all. The proof that it's a sin. Let's get into a couple of things here. The proof. You said, can you prove it, Brother Mon? Well, here's the text. Moreover, as for me, God forbid that I should sin against the Lord in ceasing to pray for you, that I should sin against the Lord, that I should sin against the Lord. Did you get it? You know, you may say it again, that I should sin against the Lord. I don't want to do that. In ceasing to pray. You say, what about the New Testament? Luke of Ephesians chapter 6 and verse 18 says, Praying always with all prayers and supplication in the Spirit. 1 Thessalonians 5, 17, pray without ceasing. The Spirit of God is not taking and recommending that to us. He's not saying that should be a part of your life. My friend, that's a commandment. Jesus said in Luke chapter 18, verse 1, he spake this parable unto them, and he said that men always ought to pray and not to faint. Faint in the sense that you stop. My friend, if you're doing something and you faint, you stop doing. All right, I'm to pray and not to faint. Is it, you know, is it a sin? Is it a sin not to pray? Yeah, because what it does, it leaves the door open for other sins. In the book of Mark, Mark chapter 14, verse 38, it says, Watch ye and pray. It says, Lest you enter into temptation, the spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. Now, what's what sort of uh, what is he insinuating there? Watch ye and pray, lest you enter into temptation, my friend. If prayer is not there, what's going to happen? Temptation, the flesh, my friend, all becomes strong. John Bunyan said this in Pilgrim's Progress. He said, "Prayer will make a man cease from sin." 
as sin will entice a man to cease from prayer. No doubt all of our sins stem from prayerlessness. Sincere, wholehearted prayer maybe is the redemption. Think about the remedy and victory over sin. I have found my children many, many years ago. All my children are grown, have uh, five grandchildren, and uh, about half of them are already grown, you know. So that tells something about my age. But I've caught my children doing some things. I had mother bring them to me and said, here's so-and-so, here's maybe talk about my son. And I said, what did you do? You know, it's, you know, they said you did this. Talk to me. He said, I don't want to talk about it. You know, I said, why do you not want to talk about it? I just don't want to talk about it. So my friend, when sin is in my life, I'm not going to pray because I'm going to be embarrassed. I'll be embarrassed to get on my knees and talk to God and try to praise him, spend some time with him because I'm embarrassed I've done wrong. So sin will leave the door open for other sins. The sad result of prayerlessness. Well, those daily necessities. A little boy one time was asked, he said, son, do you pray every day? He said, no, not every day. He said, well, why? He said, because some days I don't need anything. Is there a day we don't need God? Is there a day we can live without him? Sometimes prayerlessness, sometimes there's sickness. Not always. Sometimes there's a lack of wisdom and knowledge. Not always. Sometimes people, people die prematurely. Not, not, not always, but, but yes, that happens. Sometimes, uh, you know, other people die, especially without Christ, because we do not pray. God's work begins to suffer and languish. A lot of results from prayerlessness. My friend, results I don't want. It says here, uh, Samuel saying, God forbid that I should sin against the Lord in ceasing to pray for you. All to pray. Prayerlessness, a horrible sin. Let me talk about something practical here. What does this really show about me? When I don't pray, come on, let's just get it. What does it show about me? It shows my lack of real enjoyment for God. What are you talking about, Brother Mon? What you enjoy, you'll do. Do you enjoy eating? I bet you like to eat. You know, I do. Do you enjoy sleep? Oh, to get so tired and wore out and hit the bed. Maybe take a nice bath or shower, you know, and crawl under the covers. Oh, I love that, you know. Uh, what about uh, hunting? What about fishing? Oh, you wouldn't want to talk to me about fishing. You said, Brother Mon, what do you want to do? Go fishing. <laughs> you want to go fishing. All right. Why? I love that. Do you love the Lord? Well, yes. All right. Do you spend time with him? No. All right. Then we don't love him. It shows our real enjoyment of God. So something is wrong from the heart. So I have to often say, I said, Lord, please, may the Spirit of God provoke me in this area of prayer. It proves my unbelief. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. If I don't come to God, it just shows that I'm, you know, uh, as far as unbelief. I mean, my heart is filled with it. Also, it proves my laziness. What are you talking about? When it comes to the subject of prayer, you know why most Christians don't pray? Because they're just lazy. Shame on you, sir. He said, Brother Mon, you call me lazy? Amen. Me too. Me too. And maybe you're not guilty of that, but perhaps you are. He said, what do you mean lazy? It's just hard work. It demands fault and concentration, and people don't want to do that. When you pray, especially when you pray publicly, it demands lots of fault and lots of concentration. And sometimes the only time we're provoked to pray is before we go to bed, and we're tired and wore out, and our brain is out of gear. 
and we're lazy. We're just lazy, you know, and it takes persistence. It shows you what's first in your life. It shows you priority, and the reason I don't pray like I should is because the priorities are not there. I do. I want to love the Lord. I want to make sure my heart's not filled with unbelief. I, I don't want laziness to be found there. How do you overcome this? Make sure you take and as far as prayer is concerned, ask the Holy Spirit, please remind me to pray during the day. Have a, maybe a special time of prayer, just like you do as far as your food is concerned. If you can make yourself do that, that special time that's there. Prayerlessness, ah, I've been there. I do that. My greatest sin, I guess, shows my lack of enjoyment for God, shows my laziness, shows unbelief in my heart, shows priority, and I am embarrassed, and I'm ashamed, but I want to pray, and I provoke you to do that. I've had people call me and say, Brother Mon, we pray for you every day. Boy, what a thought. I mean, what? Even if you prayed for me once a week, God bless you for doing something like that. People write us a letter. People send email to us, Brother Mon, we're praying for you. God bless you for doing that. Oh, don't forget to pray. Spend some time in prayer. Be provoked by the Spirit of God often to pray. God forbid that I should sin against the Lord in ceasing to pray for you. All to end this program, even in prayer. Father, I don't spend time in prayer like I should, especially provoke these people that listen upon this subject in me also. God, thank you for special people that listen to our program that are faithful in this matter of prayer. In Christ's name we ask it. Amen. Until next week, the same time, Fisher Munn saying goodbye.